today we are in the name of Jesus we once again we thank you for coming out today to the house of the Lord we gather together to worship and praise God the only reason why we're here today is to praise and honor God for what he has done for us amen, amen. so much that he has done for us because of God sending his only begotten son we can be free. Amen. Nothing can stop us. No mountain, no defeat, nothing. No problem, no human, no demon, no devil. Nothing can stop the church. The church will have to stop itself. There's nothing that hell can spit up that can stop you. You stop yourself. Because we was born to what? Overcome. We are overcomers. We are not trying to overcome the situation. We are overcomers. This be what God created you to be. Amen. Well, today, Lord Jesus, today we're teaching on, continue teaching on spiritual minded. Romans 8 and 6 says to be fleshly minded is death. To be spiritually, to be, to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Now, believers are spiritual minded. You said, well, Dr. Betty, I really don't always think on things that are pure and lovely. No, I'm just calling you what God made you. The Bible said, call those things what be not, as though they were. So I'm calling what God made you and created us to be spirit-minded people, led by the Spirit of God, walking in the Spirit of God. I'm calling you, I mean, you know for yourself that you are not there. But in the spirit world, it is written that the believer are to walk by faith and not by sight. This is written in the spirit world. Turn in your Bibles to Romans 4, 17 to, con to, to, to verify what I just said to you, but what is written in the spirit world. The Bible says, Romans 4, 17. As it is written. As it is what? As it is written. See, it's written. God reminded Abraham this was written long before you made me Lord of your life. Abraham was a heathen worshiper, and God made him a father of many nations. Yet Abraham did not worship God. But God is the beginning and the ending of every situation. He saw what Abraham could be. When he was yet worshiping out of God, he made him a father of many nations. You think that's big? Even when you were dead in your sin, worshiping whatever you wanted to worship. In Ephesians, I think it's two, six, five, seven, eight, anyway. The Bible said, even when we. No, it's not. He said, but God, who was rich in mercy, well, he loved us. Even, even he didn't start 
telling you because you got saved and your faith is lived so good and you live so right to think that you earn God's love. God loved you when you was yet dead in your sin. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Even the Bible said, even when we were yet dead in our sin, God made us alive in Christ Jesus. And he raised us up in Christ Jesus and made us set with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, this was written in the spirit world. See, the Bible is a spirit. Every word in this Bible is a spirit. And it is written in the spirit world. Waiting for you to put a command on it. For it can be manifested in the physical world. God said to Abraham, you go back in the book of Genesis. He said, it is written, Abraham. Why are you trying to make yourself something that I have already made you? Why are we trying to make ourselves conquer a situation when God already made us more than a conqueror? He said, I have made you. Now, listen, Abraham was a heathen worshiper. Get that. Now, how much, yet, how much more would God do for the people that worship him? Amen. Okay. To read the thing, what is that? that? Oh, if I can just get so right, if I can just get so good, God would bless me. God said, shut up, your righteousness is of Jesus Christ. Mm. You live holy to go to heaven. You do not live holy to be blessed. You are already blessed with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 1 and 3. But we live holy to go to heaven. Come on. Okay. You cannot live good enough for God to bless you with anything. Amen. We change too much. Yes, <laughs> but see, but that old teaching made a slave out of us. We Oh, if we didn't just walk right and do everything right, God would get upset with us and he just messed up our blessing. That's the trick of the devil. So as we teach, we're going to go in more to that. Oh, second, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. Anything that I read in this Bible, just remember, it is written in the spirit world about you, what you should be. How you should live, how you should act, what you should say, have already been established when you were yet dead in sin. God looked at you. He didn't see sin. He saw what you could be. See, a lot of times we see you, but God sees the end, not the beginning. I look at the beginning, but God said, I see the ending of this person. Just think, we all was dead in sin. <laughs> but you know, this just get me. When you was dead in sin, when people was doing drugs, stealing, whatever you could think to do, sinful, God raised you up together with Christ. When Christ went on that cross, in the mind of God, his people was on that cross. That's why the Bible said. In the spirit that raised up Jesus Christ dwelling you, that same spirit would raise you up out of any dead, low-down situation. 
They don't care what hell spit up, what you spit up. I have news for you. Hell don't spit up everything. Those are hell that you harvest in the lust of your flesh, and they come back to haunt you. I'm learning now. It's not that the devil is so bad. It's so, we are so bad in the lust of our flesh, what we think. I notice my warfare is what I used to think. You build you and you create your own wall in your own head and you fight against your own self. The war is over in the, in the spirit world. The violence of Satan has been defeated. He destroyed principality and power. He said he made a show only out of the devil. But we create walls ourselves. Only wall that I have is the one that I created by my own head in. It's amazing that you fight with your own self. I know Sister Lyle, years ago, she had this dream where God showed us that the believers was fighting themselves. You was fighting to show her way we was hitting ourselves. This blood is running down. No devil to be no way found. It's you. You say, what bother you is in your head. Think about it. You only war with the thoughts that you had captured in your lust of your flesh years ago or maybe last week. I uh, saw something on TV. That makes very well. See, the believers in the spirit world have the mind of Christ. So I heard you have the mind of Christ. Living holy is not a, a hard thing when you allow the mind of Christ to direct your life Amen. and the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells in you. Amen. We are awesome people to be able to house around the Holy Spirit by God Almighty. The Spirit of God, if you sit down and think for just a second, you will come up with this decision. Who? And what can overthrow me? What can defeat me? What mountain can stop me? No mountain can stop a child of God. We have supernatural power to walk through and be everything God created us to be in the spirit world. We have the mind of Christ. Do you realize what type of mind that Christ walked in? Nothing defeated Christ. Nothing. You have that same mind. Amen. You cannot be defeated. Amen. You, we cannot be defeated. Amen. We defeat ourselves with what we think and what we say out of our mouth. Jesus does not speak death. He would always speak life. That's why the Bible warned us. He said death and life are in the power of your tongue. I have the mind of Christ. And the Bible said, you, you just let this mind. You let it. It's not up to the devil. It's not up to no one else. It's not up to your bubble, John Doe. It's up to me. What I allow to be in my mind. No human being can get into my mind and tell me how to think. God has given us and the mind of Christ to make a choice. You make that choice. Whatever you get yourself into, it's not because of someone else. 
We are powerful beings. We move in supernatural power. Nothing can overtake us. Nothing can speak things into your life that will cause you to act on what that next person said. No matter what you say out of your mouth, I know who I am. I'm a champion. I'm a warrior. That down to nothing. I don't have to take down to nothing. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. And the Bible says heavenly places is far above all principality and power. He's given us power over everything that creeps. We have power. 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 We allow what we think and what we feel to determine how much power we have. Because someone goes, I don't feel good, but that don't mean that you're not a supernatural person in the spirit. It's just your flesh. Your flesh has all kinds of feelings. But my spirit. It's born of God. My spirit is the temple of the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost. The spirit of God dwelling my spirit. Yes, I might not feel good, but that's just the flesh. Tomorrow I'll feel better. So when you base your salvation on how you feel today and how you feel tomorrow, you missed it and you base your salvation on a, on, on a foundation that would make your life completely miserable because you would always look for a certain feeling to feel that you're saved, a certain feeling to feel that you're all right. No, your feeling is go and come. It depends on what you eat, depending on how you treat your body. It creates that feeling. God is a spirit. Yes, he moves in flesh, but he is a spirit. The flesh is where he dwells. Your body is his temple. And he created your flesh and blood for his glory. You're not your own anymore. You've been purchased. You don't call the shots on your life. You've been purchased. Anything that God wants your body. The worst thing on the world is we think the sin and all kind of evil stuff that God said I wanted. I, I don't see your flesh. I see what I can make you, what you can yeah. be. Oh my God. Oh, hallelujah. Let's read 1 Corinthians 2.16. It's written in the spirit world. Just remember that. It's not it. To be lived in the physical world. Okay? Go ahead. For who have known the mind of the Lord? Mm -hmm. that he may instruct him. Mm -hmm. But we have the mind of Christ. Well, how many of you know that God is not a son of man that he should lie? If he said that you have the mind of Christ, what do you have? Well, whether you think like Christ or not, you have that mind. It's up to you. That's why he said, yeah, this is the mind of Christ. Renew your mind to think like Christ. So if I have the mind of Christ, <laughs> I mean, that, that, that makes me, I, I just feel awesome. <laughs> I mean, whatever problem comes, it's not going to have me. It didn't have Jesus. So how can it have me and I have the same mind? It did not say that we have a mind like Christ. We did not say we have to wait 10 years and pray all night to receive this mind of Christ. He said from day one, when you made Jesus Christ Lord of your life, the mind of Christ was part of your salvation. That's why God said you do not have the mind of the Lord. But I'll tell you what kind of mind you do have. You have the mind of Christ. That be 
mean that you can walk through life just like Christ. You can walk through life victoriously just like Christ. You can look at the devil and never know the devil can have no authority over you. You walk with power and authority in the name of Jesus. The Christian need to raise your head up high and let the devil know I know who I am. Who I am is written in the spirit world. I am more than a conqueror. Stop trying to conquer a situation. Just speak who you are. Act it out. Oh. Philippians 2 and 5, we, it's written in the spirit world again. God says, that is mine. See, you let it. The word let is a powerful word in the yes, spirit world. Yes, that means that I can let it or not let it. Right. I can act like the devil if I want to. I can care on like the devil, but guess what? In all of that, I still have the mind of Christ. When I act like the devil, I'm walking in the mind of the what? Flesh. See, we are also, we can operate under two minds. You know you do all the time. <laughs> Come on now. You know we do not operate in the mind of Christ all the time. We operate in the mind of the lust of the flesh. Our emotion. You're going to get some more teaching on that later on. Yes. You have a choice. 2 Corinthians 4.18 is written in the spirit world. What it say? Believers. This is written in the world concerning your well-being, who we are on earth. He said the believer on earth walk by faith and not by sight. So it's not a big deal that you're walking by faith. It's a disaster that you're walking by sight. Believers, the Bible said, believers look not at the things which are seen. I'm sorry, that's second went to say, uh, second Corinthians 5 17. It's written that we walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians 4 18 says, believers look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. It's in the spirit world. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are what? Now, I do not walk by. Is it room 12 this weekend and 13? I do not walk by. The whole roof is gone in room 12 and 13. I do not walk by what I see. The bathroom leaking, the hallway leaking. You know, it doesn't really bother me. Because I know something. I know he who promised is faithful. I don't see the leaking roof, I see a new roof. In the spirit world, there is a new roof waiting. See the, the, the hallway uh, cold. I see heat. I feel heat, brother, in the hallway. God called those things to be not as though they were. I have the mind of Christ. I have to call those things which be not as though they were because what I'm expecting has already been established in the Bible. In the word of God. He said, whatsoever you ask the Father is written in heaven. He shall give it unto you. He said, ask and you shall receive. So how can I ask God to bless us with the money? We take money to put a roof 
phone, then why would I walk around looking at a leaky roof? My whole concept, my whole uh, insight should be, I see a new roof. That's it. You know why? I'm basing on who God is. Yeah. And they just say he never stopped working. Never stopped working. <laughs> See, I'm based in my walk on who he is. Not based in my walk on what I see. But who he is. That's how I'm based. He is the beginning and the ending of every situation. He always finished the end before he start the beginning. And I, I am so glad, I am really so glad that that roof stayed this long because I have learned. I have learned not to lean to my home. He is the creator of heaven and earth. 
in the fullness thereof. I will never, ever, as long as I live, believe that the devil is in control of a word that, a world that God created. Why would God make a world and then turn it over to the devil? We think so low beyond our privilege and so low who God is like if though God is powerful. So now nifty. He possess all power. But somehow or another we live and we act as though the devil has completely taken it over just because there's a virus going on. I tell you one thing, it made you a better person. People that used to pray, pray they praying now. So all things went together for good. Everything that happened, whether you understand it or not, it worked for your good. There ain't nobody starving. I guess that's people saying it. That's all they do, think about it, because they're too afraid to go out and try it. You don't know what they might catch. See, I, you know what God is so He had to shut things down to touch the world with this one full blasting sinning. All kinds of sin, anything went. But now, God knows exactly how to get your attention. Yes, He does. Thank you, Lord. I don't know why we're trying to put a move like this on the devil. The devil would have moved a long time ago if he could do that. But we love the fact that bad things came from the devil. No. How did the world and the devil have that type of power? He had to talk you into accepting power. If he had that kind of power, he wouldn't be messing with your head. He just come do what he's going to do. He said, tomorrow this time, I'm going to bust your head open. So you just sat down. <laughs> you just sat down and wait for tomorrow to come at one time, but you know the devil will come in and bend your beat down. Yes, he had that kind of power. He only used what you think that he had. He only used your power against you. Isn't that something? Believe me. See, we have power. We have supernatural power. That's why the devil hang around Christians. Yeah. Lord, pick up a little power here and there from you. <laughs> they use against you. Yes, and you all in the house by yourself fighting. Listen. He is the creator of heaven and earth and the fullness thereof. He is able to create something out of nothing. Didn't the devil do that? No, no. He used you to create something. <laughs> No, he used you to create hell. He talking about the devil business. He only a business what you allow him, how you allow him. Stop talking about the devil. Stop talking about it. it's a hard time. It's a good time. It's a sad time to be saved. He is able to create something out of nothing. He needs nothing to create something. The devil always needs something to create hell. To start something, he needs your tongue, he needs your thinking, he needs your action. God said, I don't need nothing. I'll speak to what I want. I don't need all that stuff. 
can speak things into existence. God. He said, uh, you don't have to worship me. He said, I tell you what, you see those rocks over there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you think you're doing me a favor because you worship? You think you're doing me a favor because you come to church? You think you're doing me a favor because you pray? You think you're doing me a favor because you own this and you own that? He said, no. I didn't raise up a rock to do that. Come on. That's right. To know you're doing your own self a favor. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you, Father. He said, <laughs> He is Elohim. He possesses divine power. He is the one and only true God. There's no other God like our God. He is the Prince of Peace. He is Jehovah Nissi. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the Almighty God. He possesses all power. He is omnipotent. Omnipresent. No matter how impossible the situation may seem, God is able to fulfill every promise that he made. He said in Numbers 23 and 19, he said, I'm not a son of man that I should die. If I said it, shall I not do it? If I spoke it, like he said, hey, I want you to tell me something about myself. I don't have to lie to you. No, if I made a promise to you, I didn't lay that promise to just get you excited about the promise. Because if I made the promise, I'm the only one to fulfill the promise that I made. Every promise that God made, only God can fulfill the promise that he made. We can try like Abraham tried it. God said, Abraham, I made your father of many nations, but you out there trying to do and be and help me. And you see what? <laughs> Had a world God upside down in a sense for the, in the Old Testament. Why? Because Abraham was trying to help God fulfill what God promised. Abraham didn't make the promise to God. God made it to him. And a lot of times, God made a promise to us. So we tried to help God fulfill the promise that he made. I didn't make it. He didn't want to say he going to supply all our needs. I did not say that. He said, I shall supply all your needs according to my riches and glory to Christ Jesus. I didn't go to God and wrote that promise down and said, I want you to agree 